Hello everyone, I'm Nathan, and welcome or welcome back to Reboot. In this podcast, I do deep dives into movies and TV shows, talk about the film industry, and how it's all connected to greater popular culture. In this episode, we will be discussing Avatar 2 The Way of Water, directed by James Cameron. It's been 13 years since the last one came out, so this is highly anticipated, and I thought it would be a good uh, movie to review today. So without further ado, let's get into it. So like I said in uh, the beginning, this is a highly anticipated uh, movie. The first one came out in 2009, and it's really difficult for me to imagine anybody on planet Earth not knowing or at least seen Avatar, the first one. It was the highest grossing film of all time at that point. And yeah, it was revolutionary for the time, not only in the way the story was told, but also visual effects wise. It was the most revolutionary type of computer design engineering that was available to them at that time. And so it was really, you know, a moment in history. Anyways, before I get into my thoughts, I think I should give some context as to what Avatar is and who made it, what's going on. Maybe some of you are like, huh? Maybe some of you are like, Oh, those blue people? I never really watched that. It was never really my thing. That's totally fine. I will catch you up. So I think that I'll give some context about the first movie, um, just so that we understand what world we're in, so that I can explain the second movie. Okay, so let me set the scene. It's the year 2154. A human colony has been established on a distant planet called Pandora. The humans are hunting for a rare mineral that could solve the ecological crisis on Earth. However, their plans are thwarted by an indigenous race called the Navi, whose village is resting right on top of the rare ore they need. To solve this problem, Cornell Corich, who is such an asshole, like I hate him, he's just, he's the antagonist of the main, uh, of the first film and the, this now second film, but yeah, he's just the worst, I hate him. And when you guys watch the movie, you'll probably hate him too. (laughs) He sends an ex-Marine, Jake Sully, who is our main protagonist, out into the wild, piloting an Avatar A-remote control alien body that will allow Jake to breathe the air on Pandora to gain the Navi's trust and get them to relocate so that they can get the mineral. You guys get it. As Jake discovers the new world of the Navi, he meets a beautiful Navi woman called Natiri. So, Natiri is also the princess. She's, like, the chief head guy's daughter. Yeah, and the Avatar... Oh my gosh, I haven't even explained what the um, Avatar look like. They're, like, these blue creatures. So, they they have huge eyes, like, kind of like cat eyes. They're really big and wide. And they're very, like, skinny and long. And they're, like, nine feet tall, I think. And they're very beautiful. Very beautiful creatures. Um, not real, unfortunately, but very beautiful. Anyways, Natiri teaches him the values that her race shares. As Jake starts to see the world through her eyes, he realizes how much this new world matters to, to the Navi and to him, and he fights to protect his new race. So basically, that's the plot of the first movie. It's Jake, you know, being a human and 
getting into this avatar uh, body and he's so he's on a mission for the humans but he ends up you know falling in love with the culture of the navi and really like gulfed in like their society and he ends up you know staying and sticking with the navi to protect them against the humans um so there's a lot of problems with this movie because a lot of people were complaining about how it's it feels like a lot of cultural appropriation now i know that word has been thrown around a lot on the internet especially on social media but i think in this case i even the director james cameron stated that he took inspiration from all different indigenous people to make the avatar film so i think that in a lot of ways he's trying to basically make a melting pot of all the cultures all the indigenous people into one being um and one species of creature which in this case is the navi now some people might think that that theory is far-fetched and it's not about race and why why is everybody talking about race i think that race is something that a lot of people are sensitive to and i think that that should be respected but i also think that acknowledging things like cultural appropriation are important in our society for us to develop and i don't think that it's something to do necessarily with hatred or bigotry i think that we can find ways to move forward and be better humans anyways sorry for ranting um back to the actual movie so avatar 2 now i went last week thursday on opening night it was really fun i went with a new friend of mine and on the same day we went and watched a play called moulin rouge it was amazing guys it was like so cool it, the best show I've ever watched. But yeah, later that night, we went and watched Avatar. And I was really excited. I mean, I remember when the first one came out and how big it was and how much of an impact it had. I mean, it was the highest grossing movie of all time. Don't underestimate that, you know? So I was going in it with high hopes. When I saw the title, uh, Avatar, The Way of Water, I was like, hmm. So... Now it's going to be about water. So what are, what are we getting ourselves into? And I and then I saw that Natiri was pregnant and I was like, oh, oh, so now we have kids. Before I talk about the actual plot of the movie, I think I have to preface by saying spoiler alert because I will be talking about the events that happen in the movie. Um, so if you, you know, don't mind that, stick around. If not, you can fast forward until I stop talking about the plot and start talking about opinions. <laughs> so yeah, just be mindful of that. <laughs> so more than a decade after the Navi repelled the human invasion of Pandora, Jake Sully lives as chief of the clan and raises a family with Natari, which includes his sons Nateam and Lauk, his biological daughter Tuk, his adopted daughter Kiri, and a human boy named Spider, who is annoying as fuck. Like, talk about pick me. Like, he's just the biggest pick me of all time. 
but he just wants to be included i guess with the avatar but he's like a little human boy and like they're all like nine feet tall and he's this little human anyways basically he was born on pandora and he was he wasn't old enough to be transported back to earth um so he had to stay on pandora and he basically made friends with jake sully's kids so then one day when jake and natiri are just taking a nap they see a shining thing in the sky and it's the humans returning and basically making a new city um on pandora and burning down the forest and it's really really sad because jake sully and his family have to basically evacuate and run away because they're like burning it to the ground and we later learned from the general who in my notes because i watched the movie i've gone to watched the movie in theaters a couple times um i watched it the first time just to like take it all in and then i watched it again to take notes and i kind of slept a little through it um not gonna lie so that tells you a lot about the plot of this movie okay i just need to go on a little side tangent i think that this movie is good visually i think that the vfx the cgi is out of this world amazing like they do world building like nobody's business it is so beautiful but i really don't need a scene setting shot every 90 seconds i feel like the plot is so slow because they're trying so hard to get you like to get you feeling involved in the world of pandora that it kind of overlaps with being a little excessive i'm sorry i think that like there were just some scenes like we don't need a scene every 90 seconds of somebody touching like a weird plant or them like in the water like just swimming with the fishies like i i want plot give me you know some substance anyways so a year passes after the humans start reload basically building a new society in on pandora jake initiates a basically a gang to raid um the human supply chains and one of his sons almost died because they were doing basically they went to the battlefield without their dad's permission knowing that they weren't supposed to go and this becomes important important later because Something happens to his oldest son, and yeah, it's weird. Guys, sorry for rambling. I'm just really tired right now when I'm recording this. I <laughs> I have been a little behind my schedule. I'm going to kind of like lay back the curtain for a second and talk to you guys, but like I'm kind of tired, and doing this podcast is a little bit strenuous, but I am trying to find new methods on being able to post at the right time and get my podcast episode out there consistently at the same time every week but uh, enough of my problems let's get back to the actual plot of the movie (laughs) so after the raid some of jake sully's kids go out exploring and they basically encounter our antagonist the the general military guy from the first movie quirich Yeah, so he basically captures Jake Sully's kids and, 
you know, Jake is informed and there's basically this little stakeout to try and save them. And they all pretty much all get away except Spider. And then Spider gets captured by the humans and basically is taken off with them. And Jake, Sully and his family go back to their headquarters. So now Jake is like, oh my God, we have to escape. We have to leave because... They have Spider, and Spider knows everything about us, and he's going to rat us out, and we we got to go. And Natiri is like, no, we're not going anywhere. Like, I'm not leaving my people. But he's like, we have to leave. We have to save our family. So they all basically leave, and it's really sad because he has to, like, give up his title as chief. And, you know, they, they get on their dragon-like bird things and fly to another section of Pandora which has the water people like the water Navari called Metkanya reef people and so they go there and they ask them for refuge and they're basically made fun of in the beginning because you know they're forest people they're not water people and it takes them a while to adapt and we spend all this time huge montage showing them adapt to like the people and their ways and all this stuff and being able to be underwater and stuff like that but very soon they become a part of the people and you know become accepted so now the humans are trying to like look for jake sully and his family because you know he betrayed him and at the end of the last movie and so he wants to like get his revenge or whatever so yeah the humans plot this plan to oh so basically the water people have very strong connections to these whale-like mammals and they're basically very very emotional and the bond between them and the sea people is very strong and the humans concoct this plan to like kill one of them to grab their attention and then they capture their kids and it's a whole thing i'm I'm skipping a lot of the plot, but I feel like I should because I don't want to give everything away. But basically, yeah, they capture their kids and there's this huge fight scene. And, you know, of course, because this is a blockbuster movie, they all get out of it in the end. But spoiler alert, the son, the first son dies. And I have to say, I called that shit. Like, I really did. When... I walked in the movie and there were all these nods to like the first son and firstborn. I was like, y'all are going to kill him in the end, aren't you? And I was right. I called that. Um, a lot of the things that I thought that the movie was going to be didn't end up happening, which is, you know, neither here nor there. But yeah, um, that's the basic plot of the movie. Yeah. So if you like hearing my kind of honestly lame explanation of it yeah just to go watch it i also watched it in 3d which holy crap that was like insane i'd never watched a 3d movie before in a movie theater so it was a first experience for me and i understand the appeal like i understand why people make movies in 3d it makes you feel like you're in the movie you know it makes you feel like you're a part of the story because just visually like it looks looks so real and especially with those beautiful characters and the beautiful scenery that we see you know it's 
it's a fantastic film. But like I said, the plot is... I don't know. Apparently, James Corden said that the fourth movie is going to be, like, amazing. So, let's hope that it is as good as he says it is. So, as of December 21st, 2022, which is today, Avatar The Way of Water has grossed $183 million in the United States and Canada and $46.8 million in other territories for a worldwide total of $609.8 million. Now, I heard a rumor on Twitter that this movie had to make $2 billion opening week to break even because Disney, like, invested so much money into it. And <laughs> it's just so funny to me that they really thought that they could, like, make that much money. Like, $2 billion in a weekend? Are you kidding me? Like, that's really high expectations. You'd have to have, like, the best movie ever made. And Avatar, like I said, was revolutionary for its time back when it came out in 2009. But the plot was not revolutionary. It was very white savior complex. Um, so, yeah. I think that the main overall consensus of this movie... It's hard to tell because this movie just came out, but... You know, I think it's a mixed bag. I think a lot of people like it. A lot of people are fans from the first movie coming into this movie with a lot of high expectations. And it's being met for some people and it's not being met for others. So I guess as the weeks go by and the months go by, we'll see how this movie plays out. But I would give this movie a 7 out of 10. Um, just because visuals were amazing. And I think that having a well-shot film is a very important factor. Plot is definitely something that directors need to think about more when they're making movies this big. But I think that for what it was, it was really good. So those are, I think, um, my final thoughts on the matter. But yeah, that was Avatar 2. Thank you um, for joining me today. This was really fun. I really enjoy making these podcast episodes. So if you enjoy, please leave a review. Rate me five stars wherever you listen to podcasts because it really does help and it really does encourage me to keep doing these episodes. And, you know, DM me, text me any movie recommendations or tv show recommendations that you'd like me to do next i have a pretty cool episode lined up for next week um it involves a rat from france anyways that was cheesy but yeah you guys probably get it it's ratatouille so stay tuned for next week for that film but i think that that will be it for today thank you so much for listening again and i'll see you in the next one Bye.